Hey there, kids. What you're about to listen to is an improvised comedy podcast, so none of this is medical advice. If you want medical advice or medical care, go ahead and contact your doctor. <laughs> Hello there, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith, where knowledge is always the best medicine. I'm DJ Dylan. Now, let me introduce your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to Jock Doc, where we discuss lifestyle and health, and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being quite so boring. I'm your host, DrLondonSmith.com. After our first episode, I have been told that I may have been a little bit too uptight, in that first episode just a so, little on the uh strict side a little bit okay Dr. london okay and i'm trying to uh that's that's why we do this that's why we listen to our our listeners and of course our producer here cameron who uh you know as as you've told me um no one will listen to our medical advice if it isn't fun yeah. so and, and I, do, I do want this to be a fun fun podcast not boring so i'm going to try to tone that down you kept ta- kept talking about stethoscopes Bleh. Boring. Right. Bleh. So I'm gonna Bleh. gonna be more more fun, more fun. Yeah. And as always, we are joined by DJ Dylan in the house. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Thank you, uh, sir. Sir DJ Dylan. All right. So in the spirit of being fun, I'm gonna go ahead and start out with telling you about a patient we recently had in the hospital. Ooh, tell me. Uh huh. So this patient presented with an upset stomach. Now, I feel like oh. we've all had that, right? Yeah, I've had that before. Yeah. I have that so. right now. Okay. So, when asked if she is allergic to any medication, she listed a Zofran, also known as Undansetron. She's, uh, she said that that was making her nausea worse. So, the irony here is that Zofran is actually a very good anti-nausea medication, and it's approved for treating patients not just regular nausea, but who are on, on uh, chemotherapy. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it. it sounds like it's wrong. That's right. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so sounds like it's nausea medicine. That's right. Right. So it's it's medicine act- you take when you be want to be nauseous. That's right. <laughs> thank thank you. So not it's to treat the nausea. That's that's what the medication. Yeah, it sounds is like for. it's giving her nausea. Well, That's right. Thank you. Um, am I am I you might turn down the sound effects a little, but uh, anyway so. An allergic reaction would actually be things like breaking out in rashes or hives or anaphylaxis. That's when your throat, your throat starts closing up. And so this is actually not, it's not an allergic reaction. So sometimes a patient will, will uh, have a difficult time differentiating their symptoms from the medication that's treating them. Okay. Uh, well, fun, fun sound effects today. I'll, Who I'll is ride. that? Is that DJ Dylan? It's Bye, DJ Wow. Well, so, all right. We have two two sound effects, as far as I can tell. Get her done. <laughs> I stand corrected. So anyway, this patient was taking nausea medicine. Right. And so, anyway, so making her nauseous. She was feeling too good. Well, well, no. So, so the thing is, she actually was just confused because. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. So this she's actually making, she's taking medicine that makes her sick she wants to not be sick 
Well, seems to me she should just take the opposite medicine. Well, the the opposite the opposite medicine. Yeah. Okay. So, well, so this this medication actually does stop the nausea. It's just that no, it doesn't. You just said it doesn't. Makes her sick. Ooh. Right. Dr. London. Looks like I'm the doctor today. Okay. Okay. Dr. Cameron. Yeah. Well, it's got a nice ring to it. Dr. Cameron. Right. So, you know, why don't we go ahead and move on to our topic for today? I was told that my topics before were a little bit too uh, specific, too particular, narrowed down. Yeah, stethoscope. Um, oh, stethoscope. Yeah. That's well, what Dr. London keeps talking about. Okay. Well, I mean, we talked about rhabdomyolysis last last episode. That was the actual topic. So today's episode uh, is going to be about just the heart, Ooh. our cardiovascular system. You know, this is how our our nutrients, our blood gets which carries our nutrients and oxygen it gets pumped throughout the body and uh from everything from you know the heart itself to uh all the way down to your toes and you know your skin and does, all of that i got a question dr london okay. how, does it, how does it pump in your body okay good question so it actually uh it's a muscle it's a uh-huh. big muscle and so it squeezes you know yeah but how does it do that all right well if okay if you just have your hand in front of you, and like you, have you ever squeezed like an orange or a stress sure. ball? Okay, so it's kind of like that. But there's not a hand on my heart, right? So what's squeezing it? Uh, well, okay, I guess that, so. I see your point. So it's actually the heart that squeezes. What's squeezing the heart? Well, well, it's your your heart is the squeezer in this situation. Does that make sense? No. Okay. Well, okay. What's squeezing so, the heart. Okay, let me ask it in a different way. Okay. Who's squeezing what? Okay. Right now. All right, so right now, in your body, if you feel your chest, or you can also feel uh, your radial pulse in your your My radial, who's it? Right. So so if you feel your heartbeat, that heartbeat is generated by this pumping of the heart, okay? Every time the heart squeezes... Yeah, but who's pumping? It's this doctor talking okay. again. Well, I, I, you know, maybe, I'm really sorry. It's yeah. just this jargon you're throwing I, around okay. about. Yeah. So um, oh, we this have is, this. Uh, no one's gonna listen to this podcast if you keep just okay. Well, we'll go ahead and around these technical terms about being boring about nothing. Okay. So we'll go ahead and we'll move on from the um, the basic thing of just just understand for now that do it in a funny voice. Do. Funny, it'll yeah, make just, it better. Yeah, do it. Okay. Talk about so, the heart pumping so, in a funny voice. So the heart, so the heart goes pumping. It yeah, uh, it squeezes it. down, yeah, and uh, and uh, yeah. once your blood gets pushed out, okay. that's called a systolic portion. And so when your when your heart squeezes down, yeah. then your your blood gets pumping out throughout your whole body, and it can go even under the toes. Is that good? It's. I mean, no. you're still not talking about what's squeezing it, but that's fine. We can okay. just we can keep going, talking about. Uh, 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 so the heart love, right? Well, well, we're not actually talking about the whole. That's so. That's the emotional. Uh, that's heart, a, that's actually controlled by your brain. Heart attack. Right. Okay. The number one. Yeah. Cause of death in the U.S. is uh, cardiovascular deaths. So. Yeah, we can get to that. The number so, one cause of death is go kart disaster. Well, no. So what'd you say? Cardiovascular. Go kart disaster. Okay, so cardio that means heart. 
Vascular means the blood vessels. You keep that, saying it. I keep hearing go kart disaster. Say it. Try to get, do enough. Do it in the funny voice again. All right. Well, sometimes. Uh, so, so cardio refers to the heart, and oh. the vascular refers to the b- 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 blood vessels through which, it tra- <laughs> through which it travels. And so, a cardiovascular system would be the whole system by which the blood pumps all the way through your body. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Wow, I love that. Who is that guy? Who was talking? Uh, I guess that'd be like sort of a, ro- a Bullwinkle voice. No, you gotta give it a name. Oh, you gotta, like, you gotta I guess they would. Uh, uh, Thompson. Thompson. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, okay, that doesn't really matter. Well, just don't okay. call it Bullwinkle because that's they're not a sponsor. Okay. Uh, they're a sponsor. Okay. Rocky and Bullwinkle. So, uh, Bullwinkle are not a sponsor. They're specifically, explicitly not a sponsor. We're not supposed to talk about them at all. Uh, okay. Well. So Hanna Barbera reached out to us, and they specifically said that they will not be a sponsor. We cannot talk about Flintstones, Jetsons, Rocky and Bullwinkle, any of that. Is it? Or is it? Okay. I think so, we're just getting too close to it. Let's move on. Okay. Oh, um, yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> DJ Dylan. Uh, and so, I, uh, Doctor London, what do you have to say about the heart today? What's on your heart? So, oh, it's a leading cause of death in the United States: cardiovascular issues. So, this is something that we actually want to watch out for. You know what? Am I being too uptight again? I hate to interrupt, but I've been over here cooking up something good for y'all, and I'm ready to share. Uh, is this a guest or is this yeah? Cameron? Sheila Dawn here. And I have some goodies that I'm to bring into the state fair, and I thought I, that I would show them here first. Okay, let yeah. you try them. Right. Hello, Miss Don. My name is uh, London Smith, and this is Jock Doc. Don't Welcome. tell me you really believe all that hoo ha about the cardiovascular system and the heart. And this all is, that. I couldn't make sense of it. He kept talking about go kart disaster at the top of it. And that is just so ridiculous. So, what I've got cooked up over here. Who's squeezing I what? Have... Who's squeezing what? What's. Okay, anyway, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Missed on? All right, so, so first of all, squeezing. I've got deep fried cherry pie, and then I also have deep fried butter sticks. And I have mm. deep fried butter sticks with cheese. Mm. Now, these three pair together really well. And so I recommend eating one bite of each throughout your whole meal experience. And this, I, is, this is good for your heart. That's what I'm trying to say. This is good for your soul. Well, it's this is soul food. Good for your heart. Oh, good for this. your soul. Well, it's actually so. This is one of those things where um, diet and exercise can actually be uh, plays big roles in. Um, and I, I just want to apologize health. to our guest real quick. He's like this. He just you just gotta let him. Just always talking a bunch of food, a bunch of hee haw, a bunch of it's nonsense. Like the squeeze, gotta squeeze it. You gotta squeeze it. Well, I don't That's think I said saying. that. Gotta squeeze. Gotta squeeze. It's doesn't that dumb, goofy it... voice. No, gotta squeeze. Uh, and you... 
<laughs> well, so diet can be if you eat a lot of fattening foods, anything high in, you know, cholesterol that can actually contribute. So if to you're still poorly. hungry, though, I do have some deep fried lard. J- and that just lo- lard, deep fried lard, and that's low in cholesterol. It's it's number one seller at the state fair wow. of Arkansas. Um, so that actually pairs really well with uh, our deep fried burger and fries. Uh, we just fry them all up together in one big hunk. And then we have a uh, deep fried uh, m- uh, meat. And that's just meat that we have gathered, you know, along the way in our travels. And we have just deep fried them up and we've got them ready to go for you here. We're just selling them, selling them like hot cakes. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really... yeah. I mean, if you're sure, sure, we can try. Oh, eat some of your. Mm. Can't believe this is good for your heart. Well, okay. I, I mean, these Keeps are very fried. Strong. It's hard to. And so this is the lard. Is that what we're tasting? You should, yeah, it was you should, hard it's to, crunchy. Well, and goopy also. Um, yeah, you got got some goops. That may have been the lard and the meat mixed together. Meat, meat. Okay. Well, I can't help but think that this might actually be high in cholesterol, which is actually one of um, one of the things you actually have to watch out for whenever it comes to cardiovascular disease, because uh, it can clog the artery. I don't know if you guys have heard that term, clogged arteries. Uh, well, I'd be way more focused on the rabies. Yeah, I would focus on clogged rabies as well. I've heard more about that than I've heard about what you're talking about. I can't make heads or toes. Some, right. some of these meats. Clogged, what, what clogged rabies? Well, I'm, some of these meats, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what kind of life these meats lived when they were alive. I don't know what kind of people these animals were. That's so true. And so I would be more worried about getting rabies than I would getting a heart infection. From these animals that right. I, yeah, you're I talking found, about this getting disease, heart. I and getting, I should I should clarify. Rabies is also a serious illness. It's uh, caused by a virus, the rabies virus. So uh, that we're not talking about computers, doc. <laughs> I mean, well, okay. So rabies is a virus that you said it, it's usually transferred. Let me open up my email. Oh, I got a virus. Right. Okay. Okay, well, originally, before computers, they had there were these viruses, and they adopted the same term, uh, to my understanding, for uh, computers. So this would actually be just applicable to multiple different uh, sort of uh, practices. So uh-huh. a virus, the rabies virus, as you said, is, is a very serious one. It's actually something close to 100% mortality rate. So you are right to be concerned about it, but maybe not so much for cooked food, I don't believe. Oh, man. It's more... Is there something sweet in the lard? <clears throat> That'd probably be the skunk blood. What were you saying, Dr. London? Well, okay. Now, having the a blood product mixed into uh, a given dish would potentially present some, some health. Yeah, it's um, fried. Yeah, but it's still a blood... It's goopy, but it's fried. But a, a blood product... That, I mean, there's a reason why, let's say, if if a patient had cut something open, you would 
whenever you approach, you would wear protection. What patient are you talking about? Who the hell are you talking about? In a given scenario, there's a reason why you you don't let the blood touch you or get on you, much less consume it. it, What is he going on about? I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Before, you're talking about squeezing, and you're talking about squeezing all the blood, and now, so my heart can... my heart can squeeze all the blood, but I can't squeeze the blood out of this lard that she made. So the heart can squeeze blood. I, I mean, I'm, I can't squeeze some blood. Well, maybe, maybe I should bring this back to the question. Why did you put? Did you say you said it was skunk blood? It's just one of the meats that I picked up in my travels. Okay, well, this this one I certainly can't clear. A blood is not a meat. I mean, don't, I have blood in my body, so I can't put more blood in my body. Well, through transfusion, this is a it makes sense. But it, make any sense. I don't. You've lost me. Okay. I think we can all agree that there's blood in our body. Can we all agree on that? Yes. I don't want to be controversial, get Dr. Oh, London mad at me. There's okay. blood in the lard, in the fried lard. Well, and that I I understand to be true, and, and so by why it is sweet, I don't. <laughs> oh, it's well, so sweet. Skunk blood is mm. is sweet. So sweet. I'm sorry yeah. to say, but it. I mean, we're made of seventy percent water, and yet I drink water every day. Right. We're made up of. I mean, if we're seventy percent water, then thirty percent blood. Well. But Actually, I your blood is composed of can't drink portion of water. So okay. Well, the anyway, let's. I think we are getting off topic. What else do you have for blood. us today? Or is this um mm, so sweet? So you have this food. Is this a regular product that you make, or um, is it it's only for the fair? It's usually just when state fair comes around. We spend the rest of the year uh, roaming around getting our meats ready for the state fair. You spend a uh, full year hunting, traveling through the major highways sure and that's where we find our meats we travel around to all the states we go to the through the major highways we find the meats we bring them to your local arkansas state fair yeah so this sounds like our local there's one state fair obviously yeah and we just we give you exotic meats from all across the country it sounds like real work like a real work not like oh you sit in an office like a doctor's office all day and i'm, I'm grassroots and you make a I'm zillion dollars a day you make you you make just a simple living simple life as a real day-to-day person day, gathering you, meats when you throwing them in the deep freeze okay could don't I, eat I stop you? So, let me see you with my stethoscope uh, don't. It's okay, good. well, You're squeeze, if you could, squeeze. Let me squeeze the blood. If I could just, well, okay. So you you say you you're using terms like, you know, searching the highways and searching the highways, and you're also. It sounds like you're picking up roadkill. Is that? I mean, you fancy types call it what you want. I call it free meat. Okay, so sorry to to clarify. You find these animals, deceased on the side or in the middle whatever uh, on a road is that correct right i mean we usually if it's been like four or five days we'll leave it i mean i was on a road to get here earlier you were on a road presumably yes so that's 
okay. why is that okay? And you clearly have an issue with. It's not. It's not the traveling by road that I have an issue with. It's actually more the um, the eating of an animal that you find upon a road. Well, and would you rather me go to the grocery store? Uh, well, would you rather me go to the you know local market? I bet he would. He probably would. What, what, would, what would you rather me eat my dog? I will, and I have, when my dog died. Okay. What did your dog die of? Well, he got hit by a car. Okay. He was well, in the road. That's better than what I was. So, <laughs> thank you, DJ Dylan in the house. And is that what this is? Oh, the yeah, she brought that platter. No, no, that's not no. This isn't your dog. No, it's my cat. Oh god. Mm. Why is it so spicy? God. I don't know if I. I'll. I will also try. I mean, he was in the road for a couple days, so. Mm. No, it does taste. Could you explain the science behind? Why that skunk's blood was so sweet, whereas why this cat's blood is so spicy? Frankly, uh, that would actually be more of a uh, chef question, which, which is really more, it's, it's not quite my field. So taste isn't so much the field. We're more talking about the heart. Do you, do you have any, uh, I know, Cameron, you said this would be a, some, someone who had commentary or questions about the heart. So what, what does this... Uh, how, how does your uh, your food for the state fair play into the role of the heart in the body? It's good for your heart. It's good for your soul. It's good for your, you know, family get-togethers. Yeah, you... I feel like we established that like 15 minutes ago. Okay. So when you say good for your heart, you you do mean it's like, like he your... doesn't even listen. Your physical heart. Okay. Well, that's... I don't know that that's actually true. But but we can we can go ahead and move on from that. Here he's talking uh, about fiddle. heart squeezing on its own. Squeeze, 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 squeeze. He doesn't know what he's squeeze. talking about. And I... yet he says we can't drink anything that ha- is made of the same stuff that makes up a large part of our it's body. ridiculous. Right. Can't explain why the cat's so spicy. All right. Well, what if, um, uh, do you want, maybe it's time for a word from our sponsors? Nope. No, no sponsor. Okay. I, I mean, yeah. Okay. No, that's all right. There's um, some sunglasses. We can talk about that. Oh, that sponsor. You just have them, or are they sponsoring? Yeah, I mean, anyone can have them. Okay, well, that's not as. That's not exactly what I was looking for. More that. Are you selling those? Yeah. Th- those are nice. Yeah, you want them? Well, how 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 much? Uh, I mean, just leave the. Whatever the the cat, just leave the cat and I'll you can have them. Okay, all right. Okay, cool. Okay. So yeah, that's our sponsor. Thank you, sir. Well, I am now the sponsor. Yeah, I don't know if that's such a sponsor because all she did was this. She she bought sunglasses from you. Yeah. Do you, we should probably hear a word from our sponsor now. Let's hear a word from our sponsor. Well, I, uh, skunk blood, cat blood. Has your neighbor's dog died? Has your lizard been deceased? Call me up, put him in the road, I'll come get him, and I will make you the best jerky of your life. Okay, well, thank thank you, Miss... $15, but I get to 
keep the bones. Fifteen dollars for the for which for which thing for the jerky? Okay, for the jerky, but I get to keep the bones. Right. Do well, you debone it, or do they bring it to you deboned and give you the bones? I prefer pre-deboned, but I understand if it's hard for people to do that, sure. especially if it's their own pet. Yeah. That, that would that would be hard for most for most people, not that, for me. But for people with a heart, taking it back to the theme, the conversation, people with a heart who love their pet might find it difficult to debone their pet when they're trying to get it manufactured into jerky. Okay. Right? Dr. London, could you talk uh, maybe a little about the science behind... Deboning a cat? Yeah, for jerky. Well, well, to be honest, this is actually a topic that, um, at, at best, I would think this would be more veterinary medicine. Um, we did have to do a... In, in, cadaver labs in medical school in the first semester a what a who in cadaver labs which is a cadaver is a sorry it's a a dead body human body you that's been preserved you in a substance called formaldehyde that's disgusting right and a lot a lot of students did think that but it is sort of the the best way that we have to teach students to what... To touch dead bodies, which is to, what... That's the reason you went to medical school. Oh, my Well, it's more of gosh. a way to uh, to learn what uh, what it a looks like... body feels like. I, in uh, real life, so that you be aware, instead of just using a book. Yeah, so that way you can finally be aware what it looks like and feels like to touch a dead body. Sick. Well, that's... I mean, that wasn't really the point. You have a problem with this woman who has a great business... Where you take your loved one, your pet, you bring it to her, deboned already, haven't made it a jerky, and yet you in your free time are touching what? I hate, I hate to ask this question. What what did you call it again? A cadaver. I'm gonna throw up. I I understand that it's difficult, and some students uh, couldn't take the sight of blood or the sight of a dead body. Some some students can't you know, handle that, and so they don't, they choose not to go right. into medicine after they experience that. So um, the reason you don't want us eating some of this large skunk, fried large skunk blood, because you want it for yourself. That's exactly what it is. You want to be able to touch it. You're saying, oh, there's a lot of people who go to medical school who, you know, are too afraid or, or too grossed out or whatever, but I love it. I, oh, I just want to well, get I, in no, there that's not, that well, that, okay, okay, well, that's up. not, that's not really, because I don't, I don't love it. It's it was just a part of sort of how you how you made it through. Well, I do I do appreciate the the commentary and the uh the critique and maybe um maybe we could well okay. So you say for the for the full year you're gathering these uh what what I would term as roadkill normally, but let's say these animals that you find on the road and you you just deep freeze them until road the f- cadavers, right? Okay. The these deceased bodies of animals that make you like it more. If we call it road cadavers, that make you a little I don't, more. No. Up your alley. I, no, I don't think it would help. Ugh. Um. Or the skunk so I just, okay, so so you gather these throughout the year. 
right. and you just keep them right. or do you and that's that's your job for the year right until the state fair do you make enough money to live off the rest of the year from that i have the number one selling tent at the arkansas state fair Okay, so it does last you for the full... The lines are miles long. Miles. Miles. How much How much money did you make last year? 2.5 mil. Jeez. <laughs> wow. Okay. What's your biggest seller? You know, it's just a combination of a lot of things because I have so many small animals. Well, and especially because whenever you had a sample, we were tasting multiple animals exactly. at once right. and oh, multiple I, blood types. I do want to clarify. When I say what's your biggest seller, I don't mean the physical size of what you're selling. Oh. Yeah, so not not what you're not what's the biggest seller i guess probably the thing that i sell the most are the deboned pets okay yeah people save their specifically the pets yes even if their pet dies the day after the fair closes they save their pet all year long for when i open up my tent yeah so so for these ones these aren't the ones that you just find on a highway. These are the ones that people contact you and say, my pet has passed away. Well, they just bring their pet, their dead pet deboned, and it's dethawing on the way to the car ride to the fair. Much in the same way that I might take a dead cadaver deboned and take it to Dr. London, right? Well, usually... Um, the deep, the bones are actually part of the cadaver lab, and I will say this is that's very much first semester med school. That's not a part of the daily practice of a doctor. Okay, so if my friend dies, I can't bring him to you. That's what you're saying. I my best friend. I, I am saying that my I, best friend. I would not be the one to bring a dead body to. Generally speaking, if oh, they, sorry, I take his bones out. Now I can't bring him to you. That was that the issue. Sick. Okay, well, it's still an issue of my job is more to keep people alive. And so, if your friend is is already dead, then I would not be the one to call you. That 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 would be my job. That'd be a job for you know a morgue or something. So no, that would be now if he's if he's has let's say the subject of today's talk, if he has a heart problem and he's having a a heart attack or something, then you could bring him, and then we could try to treat him and get him well. But that wouldn't involve any deboning at all. That would involve, you know... This treat. sounds confusing. Yeah. Just debone the guy and we'll just take him to you. Seems simple. Okay. Well, I'm not... So, I mean, I guess we kind of do have a sponsor this episode. It's Dr. London. If your friend dies, debone him, take him to Dr. London. Dr. London does whatever weird... Doctors. Doctor stuff Doctor. that he wants know. to do. I don't know. So, there's your advertisement. There's your sponsor. Your damn self. You know, but do, if a pet dies, do... I mean, if you want to made into jerky you know debone them and then bring them to our 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 guest don miss don all right well um thank you for for your input um let's why don't we go to the fan mail sure yeah so um sometimes we're we're a relatively new podcast but we've already started getting in uh some fan mail people who are interested in medicine and just want to talk and kind of hear about sort of a doctor's perspective on their life and uh, sort of what input we could have 
specifically me, but also uh, perhaps our guest, maybe Miss Dawn, maybe uh, Cameron here, maybe even uh, DJ Dylan. Nope. Uh, this comes from Miss Sarah four five two. Doctor London. How do I get a man to be emotionally attached to me and committed? Some of the things I've been doing haven't really worked, it seems, and no, I am not talking about sleeping with them. Also, why are men so attracted to perfect eyebrows? Thank you, Miss. Was it Sarah? Uh, yeah. Okay. Dr. London? Uh, okay. Okay, so Miss, Miss Sarah, was it? Yes. Um, well, thank you for the question, Miss Sarah. Great question. And appreciate you you contacting us. I feel as if maybe you were leaning you, you're leaning towards the sort of emotional aspect of uh, the perception of the heart. Well, society. it's about the heart. Yeah, but usually so we were heart. Okay, well, and pom, this pom. is you know this is psychological whatever. Okay, so that that is a branch of medicine as well as psychiatry. Okay, so um, I mean, Doctor London, how how do you get a man emotionally attached to you? Okay. How do I get some... Or whatever. Okay, well... I mean, or personally... How, how do you get a cadaver emotionally attached to you? Okay, well, that's, that's not... I don't remember. Okay, well, I guess... What that word means. Per- personally, I... Miss Sarah, I have... I, I also don't always get as uh, close to people as I would like, maybe. the The whole dating thing isn't uh yeah it's not, it's not easy and so i i get that you're um uh, having that trouble and as far as getting someone to emotionally or uh emo- emotionally commit to you or whatever um i don't i i don't think i know is cause, it because you haven't found the perfect eyebrows okay this is you seem to really be avoiding the eyebrow thing, which kind of yeah, tells me that I'm really into the eyebrow. Just for me, for for me, I okay, okay. Uh, cards on the table. I'm eyebrows are the thing for me. If they don't have the eyebrows, then it's they have to be symmetrical. I, okay, and that's so that when is, you see a pair of just juicy, perfect eyebrows walking down the street. Okay, How do you force that person to be emotionally attached to you? Okay, and I don't with the heart, using the uh, cardio, the c- cardio cadaver. Right. I don't to make them attached to me. To, well, the way you're phrasing it at least makes it sound like I'm forcing them. Whereas emotionally you know, attached, emotionally attached. Perfect so eyebrows. The eyebrows. most perfect eyebrows. Right. So I would Just talk to them. By with these perfect. I would I would try to ask them how they felt and why they felt, I guess. You know, I'm this isn't such a dating show, I guess. Let's talk I'm to our not, let's ask our guests. Yeah. I get uh, sure, uh Miss Don. Well, I guess to me when I see two bushy eyebrows, Ooh. it just gets me hungry. It just makes me think of the meat, and I just get ready to to get my deep fryer going, and to pill it, uh, pilfer through the deep freezer, and find a good a good hunk of meat. So this is these are eyebrows you found through your travels, right? So you think of wow, that's great. Road when you see someone's eyebrows, 
you think of roadkill, you're on the street, you see eyebrows, and you start thinking, I need to go to my freezer, and I'll stop somewhere at a restaurant. You, you think, I need to go to my freezer and pilfer through and find a good hunk of meat that, I'm, that, that you think would correspond to the, the fuzzy eyebrow, the bushy. And this eyebrows. is good for your heart? Okay, once again, I should, This is this I lowers do, your cholesterol. I do not think that it does that. Wow. In fact, well, granted. Okay, so for you, it makes you hungry. Okay, it gives you uh, a hunger. And I guess, I guess that generally, emotionally, that's a lot of us, right? We are longing for, we, are, we sort of hunger for a relationship. We long for a connection. Most of us, it doesn't make us directly hunger for the roadkill that we keep deboned inside of our freezers, but the general, the sentiment remains, right? Right. Okay. Sure. Uh, okay. Well, uh, thank you. Um, I think we're out of time for today, but thank you to, uh, Miss Dawn for, for coming and, uh, treating us to your, your del- delightful treats. Uh, thank you to Cameron as always. And DJ Dylan. <laughs> all right thank you for listening to the podcast this is jock doc if you go to facebook twitter instagram we are jock doc podcast if you liked that episode please like and subscribe and leave a five-star review uh cameron tells me that the one two and three star review algorithms on itunes are actually not functioning yeah not working at all they are they are not working at the moment if you click in it it might download a virus to your computer that's what happened to mine okay and yours you use mine yeah after mine after i got the virus on mine i had to use yours and your tablet so in any case, if, if you have a negative review, we, we want to hear all the input. So if you have a negative review, go ahead and put five stars anyway, and then leave your negative review. So I'm so sorry for the inconvenience, but Cameron tells me that that is, that is the way that iTunes is working right now. Um, and thank you again for listening. Mm-hmm.